Yo. What up, what up? What up, man? Welcome uh, to uh, this week's episode of your new favorite podcast, The Carbon Footprint. Episode 41. 41. Let's go. Let's go. We're 11 away from the a full year. So what's yeah. that? May? That puts us in what? In the April, May? I don't know, man. My math ain't too good. You got me drinking some stuff today. <laughs> I'm already two down. I got you drinking the hillbilly mix, bro. This is <laughs> the Mountain Dew and the whiskey, man. We were talking about it last week. We're on it today, man. We got the crown black and the Mountain Dew. And uh, we'll, we'll let Sean, since Sean, this is, the, this is the new one for you, man. So what you think? This is delicious. It's, it's fire. This is delicious. <laughs> if, if, you, if you didn't, right now we're drinking the, what is it? The crown black. Mm-hmm. So you had the crown black. You had the crown apple that I tried that. That one's a little foo-foo. Um, <laughs> but the crown black. It's tart. It's tart. <laughs> The Crown Black with the Mountain Dew, I don't know why, it works. It's good, bro. And and usually Juan's already bouncing off the walls, so get ready, folks. <laughs> yeah, I don't need sugar. <laughs> Give me Mountain Dew. That's asking be, for trouble. I thought it might be dangerous for you. <laughs> Yo, you, you said like, oh, I have Mountain Dew. I'm like, yeah, I need the sugar glass, <laughs> man. <laughs> so for those of you who uh, are new to the podcast, um, I'm Sean and he's Juan. And every week we get together. And talk about things that are going on in the world. Try to focus on things that are making an impact on the world, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. And um, you know what we are drinking. So let me get right into my carbon footprint of the week. Let's do it. Goes out to Empire State Realty Trust. These are the guys that own the Empire State Building in New York City. Okay. All right. They also own about 13 other buildings. These guys teamed up with Green Mountain Energy to make all of their buildings run on wind power. Even the uh, Empire State Building? Even the Empire State Building. Wow, so how do, well, I guess you can get into How do they do that in the middle of the city? Are, are there something you, on the buildings? Have you ever been to the top? Yeah. It's a lot of damn wind. Actually, just recently, uh, pre-pandemic, maybe two, last year, no, two years ago, we went and we did the whole top thing, took the kids, whatever. It's, it's Yeah, we did it a few years It is windy. Back. It is super windy up there. Yeah, maybe nineteen. We did. We might have done that in nineteen. Yeah, they didn't. I didn't the article that I read did not go into the technology that was being used. I'm sure you can probably research Green Mountain Energy and see, you know, see what technology they're using. Um, but what I found really interesting, you know, being that we are the the carbon footprint podcast, right? Having or having these buildings run on um, on the wind power, it saves on the production of four hundred and fifty million pounds. Of carbon dioxide. Wow, man! Carbon dioxide, people, is a gas. Yeah. <laughs> so they said they said basically it's like the equivalent of everybody in New York, not New York City, everybody in New York City and New York State, turning off their lights for a month. What? Yep. That's that's, that's crazy. crazy. So yeah, I'm trying to just think of the logistics because if you can pull that off on that building in that city, you kind of start to eliminate excuses that people have for anywhere else. Because if you can do it there. You know, like New York, I don't know if you've ever done any kind of business in New York. New York's difficult to maneuver around in and then to set up that. Make it here. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's very true. Yeah, it's true, bro. (laughs) And so obviously there's probably like a a huge investment. They didn't say how much they actually pay for this, but they they are getting like eight hundred thousand dollars savings in the first year on electric from electric wow oh that's right because it'll be self-sustained essentially at some point and they'll have to borrow off the grid i guess whatever they yeah they probably they probably paid you know 50 mil and i'm and i'm guessing here folks right and then you go like you amortize that right over 
and you figure over years and you say okay i'm gonna i'm gonna save a you know a million dollars a year so i have it paid off and whatever again i threw out the 50 million number is just a arbitrary number but typically that's how that shit goes i know living down here in florida i'm sure you've gotten those phone calls of people trying to sell you the solar panels for your house oh i got I actually recently man during the pandemic i had someone come give me the quote give me Same the, here. i still have the um blueprints of the the you know like the, the design and whatever and i'm still on the fence about it but uh, yeah, mine, they could not get it down to a price that was really effective for the amount of energy to, that to make we it work out. See, for me, it absolutely was, but I think because I need to address other things in my house first. So I think where I'm at now is like, now nah, I want to address these other things with like my AC and maybe some AC, some water heater. Like, yeah. Yep. Well, my water heater's a hybrid. So I think really boils down to my AC. I have insulation and then there's, um. I really think it's my AC and then I, I have to replace like a, a pool pump that I think it's a little older and then like a, like a hot tub thing that pulls all day. But anyway, yeah. So for me, if I did it today, it would be worth it. But I wanted to address those things because I'm like, all right, if I fix those, obviously it's a lot less of a cost than buying that system, then where am I at? Then is it still worth it then? Because yeah, you're right. It's, I mean, unless you're a go green, you know, if you're if you're doing it for the ethical you know reason, then you know whatever that price is for you, then that's that's what it's worth. But most people, you're trying to save money on your electric bill. Yeah, and I think I would have saved money, but it wasn't much. Like it wasn't enough to warrant the expense. And right. the thing is, is that it makes your house a pain to get rid of if you don't pay for it outright because you you know some of them put liens on your house, some of them don't. But you basically got to sell the system with the house, right? And then or tack oh, it on to the shit. price. I didn't of the even house. think it's about that, man. That's yeah. true. Yeah, because the thing was almost like a like a even like a twenty like year twenty years on it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like man. twenty years. It's so crazy. But they cost. I mean, I want to say that when when they came by, it was if I had paid it outright. It was roughly fifty grand. Yeah, believe it or not, the cheapest quote I got was from Tesla. Of really? all the electric companies, the cheapest quote I got, and Tesla included the batteries. Come on, Elon. Yeah, let's go. I'm like, but the the Tesla, which Elon, man, you gonna have to figure this out. The reviews are atrocious for, for their, Tesla for Solar, and oh, it, and it doesn't boil down to the product. It boils down to their customer service is supposedly trash, and then hearing from someone, they're like, yo, good luck. Like they're like you'll wait months to get it installed, then nobody talks to you, and suddenly one day they pop up. Like it's just a nightmare. I'm like, so basically, he builds it in California or in Austin, and then um, lets the people in uh, the Middle East answer the phone calls, probably. And then like, <laughs> actually, man, no, man, those people, be, those people will will do the work. And then Walmart greeters install it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it takes so long. <laughs> Kudos to Empire State Realty Trust. That's right. Um, reducing the carbon footprint. Give those guys a shout out. If you want to look them up, look that up. Yeah, hell um, yeah. You can do it on that building. Shit. We, uh, we all run yeah. out of excuses, man. That's it. Yep. All right. So this week, bro, um, my kids and, you know, my kids are like 13 and 11. And so their their lives are on YouTube, on TikTok, on Twitch, you know, whatever sort of like is on demand for okay. them. Right. So they came out and they're like, hey, Papa, we got to show you this clip. And I'm like, yeah, sure. So they, they put on the TV, they put it on YouTube, and they play this clip. And I'm going to play it for you, man, because... So Juan's hearing this for the first time, y'all, just like you guys. I'm, and I'm going to play this the first couple, maybe the first, like, 30 seconds to a minute. All right. Here we go. Well, I wrote this song for the Christian youth. I want to teach kids the Christian truth. If you want to reach those kids on the street, then you got to do a rap to a hip-hop beat. So I gave my sermon an urban kick. My rhymes are fly, my beats are sick. 
My crew is big and it keeps getting bigger. That's because Jesus Christ is my nigga. <laughs> yo, first of all, yo, I thought it was a spoof. Is that for real, bro? So, and then please tell me he's black. <laughs> he's not black. Oh, jeez. And and it gets better. So that's that's like thirty. That's the first thirty seconds. His his supposed wife comes on there, and and she has her own bars that she spits. So this thing is from like, I don't know. I think it's from like twenty thirteen, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's this and it's it's supposedly this preacher um, from I, I want to say it's in Texas, but I, but don't quote me on that. I don't, I don't remember. Um, it's probably right. And so I went and and of course me man right. So I'm going like okay. Because actually, in the beginning of the video, um, it shows like a church and it shows the name of the church, and so and and it has a website and you can go look them up. So I go look them up. It looks like a like a very basic, pretty sort of trash website, right? And somebody like it's almost like oh, we'll get somebody from the congregation to go build a website for us. Okay, you know, Billy Bob knows how to build a website. Yeah, he let been him, on he been it. on Wix once. Let's yeah. try it out. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm going down, right? I'm looking, and and when I go on there, it goes like the church was closed in 2005, and I was like, oh shit! But the video was posted in like 20, I think like 2013, something like that. And so, of course, me, man, I go down the rabbit hole, and I find out. (laughs) I get investigative. (laughs) I'm trying to find the facts, people. (laughs) So doing the 60 minutes thing, okay. So it was up. It was uploaded in 2013. The pastor's name is uh, Jim Colrick. Um, but the YouTube channel is by this guy Brian Spinney, which okay. I don't know who he is, right? Uh, but like you know, self-proclaimed Christian, whatever. Okay. And it's funny because he created the YouTube channel in 2013, right when it was uploaded. Um, and then the website was actually. The, the name, okay. the website name, was actually made in 2013, but the church closed in, 20, in 2005. So are they trying to pop back up maybe online? It seems like a spoof, man. I need you to get real spotlight up in here, it, man. We it, need to get to it, the bottom of it. It's this. a spoof, bro. Because <laughs> even, even in the video, bro, he said there's a, there's a part where he's like, matter of fact, in, in that first 30 seconds, he mentions like, you got you know, you to talk to the youth. And he has a picture of like these... Uh, like say like young adults so in, in this picture and the picture is like from some i don't know like like from some like college and it was like a picture that was put up it's like the generic photos they use on the college yes. brochure yeah like, yeah <laughs> like look very at these guys mixed, having a good like, time yep a very mixed <laughs> there's uh, one crowd. of every race yep <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to throw in the little asian girl and then, and then they got the, the black kid, and they got the Latino, yep. uh, and they got the white dude. That's hilarious. Yeah, and then it was like you know, and then the guys, the guy's wife, which I didn't, I didn't play her her spot, her part, but um, you know, like her name is like Mary Sue. It's just like it's it's almost like it's too stereotypical. Like, yeah. yeah, so it's like the stereotypical like country pastor dude. <laughs> That's the- <laughs> so had so many things to talk about this guy. But- <laughs> I'm but, trying to think of what won't get me kicked out of the world in a few. <laughs> bro, could, but could you imagine me? So my kids come up and they're like, "Hey, Baba, listen to this video." 
<laughs> and so they're probably all innocent so about I'm it. Like, so I'm like, yeah, you know, no, no, no. They, they oh, they knew what they, was up. They, no, no, they don't know that it's like a spoof or anything. They just, but they, they just think it's funny. funny. Yeah, okay, okay. And uh, and they played it for me, man. And when they got to that part, like I was dying. My wife was appalled. <laughs> <laughs> But I was like, I gotta. Oh I said, God. I said, hopefully when I play this for you, man, I, I go. I hope, I hope Juan didn't hear this shit yet. <laughs> Never heard because when he gets to the, when he, you know, when he gets to that part, it's a, it's, it's a good one. I'm gonna add it to my playlist later because I want to hear the what's the song called again about who. So if people want to listen to it, I, I think it's it. called Jesus Christ is my nigga. No, no, it's. I think it's rapping for Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it might as well be. Yo, <laughs> leave that to NF people. <laughs> yeah, so it's called rapping, not rapping, rapping with an N for Jesus. So y'all want to go check it out on YouTube? Oh, y'all gotta look that it's up. It's out there. I'm gonna play the As rest a of matter it later. of fact, man, let me see something. It's going on my Sunday bank. So that playlist. shit has 71 million views. Damn, dude! In the last eight years. What a yeah, man. Good for them. Good for them. Good. They they probably monetize it. I wonder if you can monetize it if you say the N word and you're not black. Can you monetize that channel on YouTube? I got to go see it. I, you'll be able to tell. Are there ads when you play the song? No. What about banners? No. No? So maybe they can't I didn't see. Them. You know what? I don't think I, I, think I got to the end. Can you imagine these guys are making like a G a day off this? <laughs> <laughs> so crazy, man. And I, th- I think oh, it's dude. in Texas, man. It has so. to be, bro, because that's where all my favorite pastors are from. <laughs> Seen fucking Joel Osteen finally letting people in. Letting him them into what? Because you know Texas is not like they got a blue wave for real this time, right? <laughs> they, they, they <laughs> you saw. <laughs> Speaking of Jesus, he brought it. <laughs> so he he uh he had the he put out this whole like uh this whole blurb on on Twitter or whatever social media talking about oh our doors are open for you guys and blah blah. blah. But remember this month, but hold on, but ghost. So what? our doors are open where? Like in te- te- you know Texas has got like millions of people in the power right now, so people well, are freezing they, to death because yeah, they have a they snowstorm. Got, they got a storm, right? And they're not and they're not equipped to handle this because it doesn't snow in Austin. It's not yeah, they were saying that like in Austin like pipes were busted. Yes, because they're not equipped at all. And then I think, and I have to do more research into this, so people take this with a grain of salt, but I also, I read something that the power grid in Texas is privatized, and it did this okay. a few years ago, and it was, and it's obviously to line the pockets of a bunch of dudes in Texas or whatever, so they got off kind of like the federal grid type thing, and so this is why it's harder to help them right now, but also it just shows like they did this and it wasn't equipped to handle this kind of storm, which I guess, I don't know, I guess you wouldn't do this because this is not typical in Texas. It's not like you're in Minnesota or right. North Dakota, or whatever. But yeah, there's all these layers to this of why they haven't been able to get power to these people. Um, uh, and I, obviously, I don't think I, this is a shock. It'd be like snowing in Florida, I guess, for them. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it snows it, in northern Texas, mm-hmm. but it's like snowing in Houston. Like that's unheard of. Oh, and that's by the that, yeah, yeah, that's on the that's coast. South, it's on the coast. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's 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 like snowing in Houston. It's snowing in Austin. It's it's and Austin is pretty yeah, far where, south. Yeah, is Austin man. far south? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I I mean of the major south. cities, I think Austin's the furthest south. Don't call me that. Houston might be to the right or to the east. A little lower, maybe higher. Yeah, my, actually, ge- my geography is fucked up. Yeah, right now. again, man, we say this all the time. I went to public school, so <laughs> yeah, I don't have to forgive me. But, I don't know what my I did I did private school for <laughs> elementary and then high school public. And that fucked me up. But yeah, man. So Osteen came out because remember when the when the floods happened and he wasn't he wouldn't open his doors for anybody. 
So when the, when they got flooded, when they got hit with the massive uh, hurricane a few years back, and they got flooded, he like closed it, and people were complaining because they're like, "Yo, he has this massive like oh, arena." Oh yes, yes, yes. And yes, he yes. wasn't letting people stay in the arena. Yes, was above yes. water, was fine. Blah, blah, blah. Yep, yep. So this time he almost like went out of his way. Guys, our doors are open for you if you don't have any power. Like he basically using it as a shelter. It's like as you should, you asshole. That's the whole point of you being a like a church, right? Yeah, You're supposed church. to be part of the community, and these people are giving to you. 10% of their, you know, their earnings, the least you could do is give them a place to stay when they're flooded or... Yeah, yeah. But it's hilarious because now it's almost like I saw he put the little thing online, but it's like he's trying too hard now to win the people over. I can't stand that dude anyway, so I, maybe he means well, but there's something about... He seems like a nice guy. Do you think so? I don't know. You know what, man? You know, and I think about any... And I don't know, do, do you consider him an, an evangelist? Like, I, is, honestly, he, is he one of them dudes that like... That like put his hands on no he's not like that he's not that no he's not that but i find anyone who is that rich off of um i don't know religion i'm skeptical of man it just seems to go to me against everything he's supposed to stand for and i don't know how that could possibly not be in conflict with the values he's supposed to carry now listen i'm not hating on him like good for him dude isn't there um there's a there's a show like on one of these i don't know e or one of these channels where it's like the pastors like the high rolling pastors oh really like like, like the black the black high rolling pastors like the major ones like in atlanta and in california I don't know. I don't know where else. I think. I think my wife. I think I've seen my wife it's watch like hot, it. Hot wives of the convent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's some <laughs> shit like, but it's not that, right? But it's 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 essentially like these like well known like high powered pastors. Yeah, but they're all but they're all black, and, it's, and they got a, and they got a show. I think it's okay if you got your money pre. I guess becoming a pastor. No, but I think or, these guys get it from. Yeah, I I find that, that weird. That tells me you're paying yourself a salary that doesn't. Doesn't quite line up with the values. Again. The Lord will provide. Listen, man, and an old boy from from Scientology said it best, bro. He said, "If you really want to experience true wealth, start a religion." Who's this? L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard, man, and uh, L. Ron achieved uh, true wealth because yeah. the, the the Church of Scientology is loaded, and the only reason we think that's crazy is because we know the dude who wrote the book. <laughs> like you figure a hundred years from now or a thousand years from now if that's still around people are gonna be like the people who practice that, that religion that guy, won't right. look at that any differently than than muslims and mormons and christians and whatever it's all, it's gonna be the same to them that's gonna true. be like yo some dude named elron you know back in 1970 whatever right yeah and they're gonna be like what it's like this shit true, sounds bro. crazy to us now because we were watching this dude on tv yeah and people thought jesus was not exactly right, people so. thought he was a nut job and then later on they were like oh man that dude's all right man yeah so it's i don't know man I, yeah but anyway yeah so texas is, is blanketed bro i was like ooh, i thought and then i seen them you know biden was giving them uh federal aid and stuff i'm like nah bro you should make the mask nicely you should do that. <laughs> they didn't vote for you. They didn't vote for you. You should be like, we, listen. You should be like, listen. It's on the docket. We'll get to it when we get to it. <laughs> so I tell you, we had a we had a former um, uh, a former coworker of ours um, left here, went to Texas, and I saw a post from her on social media where it was like a picture of her of her house in Austin, and the front lawn is loaded with snow, and then somebody comments like, "Oh man, that's like so beautiful." And she clapped back like, yeah, if I was in the mountains in Colorado skiing, maybe sitting by a fireplace with a hot cocoa, you know, with the snow outside. Yeah, it's fantastic. Not in my front lawn. (laughs) (laughs) Hell no, dude. Listen, that's cute. Like, I like snow. Like, she's right. For the one visit, 
Do you know how inconvenient snow is when you live in that, dude? I don't. Yeah, maybe Florida spoiled us, but you know we don't have to worry about Florida snow <laughs> so, ever, ever. Yeah, it's or I guess not, I want to say it snowed. Yeah, so I've been here what thirty years or so, and so I want to say it snowed in northern Florida, like Jacksonville. Or even further Gainesville, up, like Tallahassee, Gainesville. Gainesville oh, okay. Yeah, I want to say there was one time there was snow up there. But that's and like, then there was supposedly like some flurries around here, but I didn't see them. Nah, I guess into the 40s here, bro, and we're like not leaving the house. Dude, <laughs> it, when it's in the 60s here, people got jackets yeah. on them. People we, coming out with the leather. the Uggs and the leather. Yeah, bro. <laughs> it's the 60s here. People are like, oof. It's a, it's, a, it's a brisk one out there today, huh? Yep. <laughs> like, Oh man, dude! Yeah, this week, man, they had. Um, uh, I read this article uh, with some folks in Wisconsin, and um, these teachers in Wisconsin, they were they were doing um, a lesson on Mesopotamia, and so it's funny when I, when I first heard it, I was like, "Oh, that sounds familiar." Like, what is that? So it's one of like the very early civilizations in which they put in they put sort of laws in place that sort of made sense for the society as a whole at the time, right? Um, but there were slaves during that time. And um, so they were going over, um, and it was, a, it was the code of Hammurabi. Okay. That was a ruler at the time. Hammurabi, okay. Right? And so, so essentially, the, so, so the kids were supposed to sort of answer as if they were in that time and using these laws. Okay. A slave stands before you. This slave has disrespected his master by saying, you are not my master. How will you punish him? And the kids had to respond. They had to respond to that, bro. <laughs> so you can imagine, man, especially living here and in this time and with outspoken parents and just the time that we're in right now. You know, that shit didn't go over well. Uh, I was wondering, like, as a teacher, I would love to bring your wife in on this one, man. Because, like, as a teacher, like, this, you don't read the question and go like, yeah, we should probably pull that one. Yeah, she's got, actually, and I don't even know if I can get into some of these, but she has some crazy stories about Black History Month and the attempts at lessons that people have made that were definitely in poor taste. So did they, do they have to pass them through somebody before they do well, it? Well, clearly they didn't, these. Which oh, is interesting okay, okay. because the school system now is, that's how they teach most things. It's like, here's what you're going to teach. Here's when you're going to teach it, how you're going to teach it. And that's it. You don't get a whole lot of it. Don't deviate. But you can, for whatever reason, you can come up with a lesson plan, I guess, for certain scenarios, you know, like, so if, if there's Black History Month, or you have some kind of Christmas project or whatever, you can make your own thing around it, right? Um, yeah, I don't think I can get into any of the stories without... No, no, outing people, but yeah. but you remind me off the air. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> but for sure, some stories where I went, huh? Like what? Who would think that was a good idea? Like she and she has a bunch because oh, obviously teaching over a decade, but uh, of just the the attempts and then parents like calling in sometimes because they're upset about like legit attempts at teaching Black history. So so it's like you almost can't win because some of it it's like no no they they stuck to the facts and it and you know they they gave. They, it wasn't in poor taste, and then maybe some people feel like their kids weren't ready for that, or uh, you know, yeah. questionable stuff. <laughs> yeah, so so they so they took the. T- How would you respond? <laughs> what I want to know is, and that's the thing that the article didn't get into. I was like, man, I wonder how. So you had you probably had some kids that were just like, man, like what the fuck, right? How uncomfortable. I want to say so this is like this is a middle school, by the way. So you're talking about what sixth, seventh, eighth graders. So they're conscious enough. Probably to know, like, this is a fucked up question. And you said Wisconsin? Wisconsin. So the teacher's white. 
maybe I would I would imagine so, but I but I don't know. And um, but they were suspended. The teacher was. Yeah, the the, the okay. teachers. It was more than one. Oh, more than one person saw this yeah, and said it was, it was a good idea. So, <laughs> I think it's more. I'm pretty sure it was more than one. Again, you can look. You know that. what that tells me, dude, is you didn't run that by a black person or a black colleague. Like no one there was. Yeah, but then so then I I guess my argument would be so I'm playing devil's advocate here. Why would I? I'm not talking about black people. I'm talking about this is Mesopotamia, right? It has nothing to do with. Uh, I see what you're saying. So, so Mesopotamia because, because is the closest thing to slavery we have, or or the one that's that's most of um I guess traumatizing in our country is is a. Uh, uh, Black slaves brought here, but right. yeah, we forget that slavery has been around. Been for, around forever. So Mesopotamia, for those of you yeah, who don't know, is that. in the Middle East. So we're talking about like... like It's um, part of Africa, though, right? Uh, it's, no. It's an African it's country. Like, no, no, no. It's, it was, it's, it's, like, it's like Iraq, Iran, Turkey, like in that area. Oh, so Eurasia, pa- Pakistan, I guess, wherever. You know, like that. No, Middle East. Think Middle East. Oh, but I think that's considered Africa. No, I think the Middle East that is counts continent no. is Africa. Absolutely. Yeah, not. let me see. Hold on, hold that's, on. That's that's no. That would, that would, if you're talking about continents, continent? that, that, that has to be Asia. That's, oh yeah, so it, could say it could be Eurasia. Yeah, Asia. Some of it does fall in Asia. Hold on, let's see. Right. Yeah, because you got right. You got because Africa. No, no, Africa cuts off over there like Jordan. I want to say, and I could be wrong. Again, I'm not a I'm not a geography major here, folks. It's a public school kicking the hell. So let's just let me just look up Mesopotamia. Yeah, so you you look that up, you'll see it's in that it's in that Middle East area. West, it is a historic region of West Asia. Yeah, you're right. So it's considered Asia. Yeah. But today, it's uh, the region is now home to modern day Iraq, Kuwait, Turkey, and Syria. There you go. But Syria is Africa. No, it's still considered. It's off. If you go, so it's Eurasia. Yeah. If you go look at the the you know like a whatever like a world map, you'll see like Africa cuts off. I don't know, but it cuts off at 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 Egypt. I forget, but then like right, right across from that is where like Israel and ah yeah yeah. For some reason, I always thought that was uh like because you know like Egypt's part of Africa technically. Egypt is Africa. I always yep. thought I always kind of lumped all those together. See, man, nope. Is, all right, so I guess yeah, I, I guess if you're them, <sighs> I'm just thinking like like you just, you asked why would you run why didn't you run it by a black person right? Would you go? Well, why would I? Like, I'm talking about Mesopotamia. Talking Mesopotamia, Mesopotamia yeah. is not, you know, it's it's Middle East time, you know, whatever, thousands of years ago. I think you have to be smarter, though, and check the temperature of the room. But you're right. I think it, it's so I, here's why I, I don't think I think if you're teaching about that, right, like, OK, that's cool. It is a different, you know, region of the world. But also, I think it's I think it's the temperature you're in in the world right now is why you have to be. So well, at least in the country. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, in the U.S. is that why you have to be like, all right, think that through. And I think that the question is not necessarily an unfair question, but there's ways to sort of, if if you're, if you were trying to get a response of, hey, how would, you know, like, based on the laws, like, how would slaves be treated if they disobeyed? Yeah, maybe don't ask them, like, hey, respond as a slave owner. Right, maybe just say, right. this is what would have happened had they... Yeah, exactly. and I guess you don't have as much of an issue. Yeah, you know what, too, again, man, so, so many people are so sensitive because, like, to me, had that been talking about, like, slavery here, I think I would have been offended by it, right? But if, given that it's Mesopotamia, and, and maybe it all boils down to, hey, we don't... Maybe because we're so far removed from it, right? Like, oh, we don't know anybody here from Mesopotamia, so that's yeah, cool. Right. You know, but I'm sure if there was a kid... Is there I from? I don't even know no I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know you where can, they live. You can kill all of them. I don't know where they stay. <laughs> I don't even know no one's <laughs> So like, 
I don't even know the Mesopotamians. <laughs> oh, I'm about to say some shit. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Y'all should teach whatever, man. <laughs> but no, it was funny, man. I was I was uh, reading a little bit about that, that code of uh, Hammurabi. I got to keep looking down at my book to make sure I pronounce that correctly. Um, the laws that, that, that he instilled, mm-hmm. it was weird, man. It was like, obviously there was, you know, there's classes of people, which there still are today, but the laws were based around the classes of people. So even to the, even to the uh, extent of if you went to the doctor and you were an upperclassman, we'll, we'll, we'll say there's like three classes, right? Say upperclassmen, lowerclassmen, slaves, right? Just for the argument's sake. If you had to go to the doctor, you would pay, and, and if you were an upperclassman, um, you would pay a higher fee to the doctor because you can afford it. Okay. The lower class would pay a lower fee, and the slaves would pay pay even lower. Okay. And so they Seems they, they like did it fair. Yeah, I mean, if you want to call having slaves fair, right? But but yeah, but it was it was it was, uh, it was interesting to see how even though they had slaves and they had upper and lower class, is like the leader was still sort of conscious of. Hey, like they, these these lower class folks still need care, they care yeah, yeah. and they shouldn't pay as much because they can't. I'm trying to think, where was the history of their slaves? Because, you know, like the Romans had slaves, but they were like conquered regions. Right. And so what they would do is that the, so, the soldiers mm-hmm. from the conquered region would essentially turn them into slaves. And then sometimes your own people, you would enslave them. Right. As, as they were prisoners or whatever, for whatever reason, they would be. Uh, but I know the Romans used like a lot of Spaniards and a lot of um. Uh, I'm trying to think of as uh, uh, that region's called like Gaul or back then it was called Gaul, but it would be like modern day France and Germany and all that, that they would conquer. And as they would conquer, basically the people who, 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 um, I guess waved the white flag, they would enslave a lot of them. Too. Yeah. So it's in it. Yeah. yeah I, guess, I don't, I, I didn't see who they, you know, who their slaves were, if they were their own Cause they were tight with Egypt people. too. Like they, they had, they built alliances with Egypt, right? Cause wasn't Julius Caesar and, um, Cleopatra, like, didn't they have a baby together? No idea. The only Cleopatra I know is uh, who's the old actress? <laughs> who's the old actress that was they played Cleopatra? Aaliyah? I can't even remember. No, nah, wait. I'm no. thinking of that, was that movie. No, this is, like, this is like like my parents' generation. I'm not even thinking of the right movie, bro. She was in the movie where she was um, the vampire. <laughs> hey, you way off. Uh, yeah, I'm not even close. <laughs> All right, man. Yo. Um, Urban Meyer, bro. <sighs> I, I, I got to skip to sports a little bit here, folks. Yeah, man, Urban Meyer, this dude, like, speaking of, like, controversial shit, Urban Meyer hires this guy who's, like, a known, I don't even want like, almost like a known bully, I guess. He's a strength coach. So Ur- Urban Meyer, for those of you who don't know, is a new coach for the, uh, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars here in Florida. And um, he is a uh, uh, winning coach in in college football has won a few national championships with a with a couple of different schools and um it's coming to basically like a losing franchise to try to bring them up but his first order of business this guy ordered this guy hires like a strength and conditioning coach that has been accused of of making like racial like you know racially insensitive statements belittling people and like bullying yeah and i'm like damn dude like that was your first move he and he has a pattern of this kind of dumb shit, right? Well, he like, had the shit in. So he was in. He was the Ohio State coach for a while, which he won yeah. a national championship with them. And he had to resign because of something similar, right? Well, see, that's where it's funny. So he he knowingly employed a coach who was beating on his wife, and then when it all came out, 
He was like, oh, yeah, I don't feel good. <laughs> I need to resign. My chest hurts again. Yeah. That's essentially what it was, bro. He ended up resigning from Ohio State yeah. for, for, med- you know, for quote, medical, unquote, yeah, medical yeah. which is the second time he's used that reason because that's why he resigned from Florida the first time. It was like stress, right? Yeah. Which, which I don't, I don't know what happened there. Bro, you're, you know, you're winning like back to back national titles. You have the yeah. best program in the country yeah, at the sorry. time. Yeah, I'm, yeah, life must have been hard, bro. <laughs> but I'm just like, you know what's funny is that I look at this and I, and I go, if he starts winning, no one's gonna care. Um, no, and also because it's in Florida and and it's Jacksonville. Um, yeah, it's such a boneheaded hire though like i felt like okay dude this is your first which first i'm glad you brought this up first of all i think this is the only program that urban meyer could have taken or the only franchise that urban meyer could have made the jump to in the nfl that gives him a shot even a little bit of a shot of success which i don't think he will be i don't think he's going to translate to the nfl well and like this decision here proves my why i don't think urban meyer can walk into a room with a bunch of other millionaires and command the room like he did in college like, this guy had 31 players get arrested while he was in Florida. Is that right? Like he, 31 mm. of them got arrested oh, while he wow. was in Florida. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, man, this is the guy who had Aaron Hernandez, right? I mean, I mean, also had Tim Tebow, uh, right? So yeah. give him credit for that. But um, and, and the stories from the Aaron Hernandez team are pretty well documented. Like, that, those guys got into trouble all the time. They would be known for getting arrested, like, game weeks and stuff like that. So oh, wow. he's always been. And listen, I don't think Urban Meyer is the only one doing this where you're just turning a blind eye. Right. For sure. But he's definitely, you know, he's he's high profile. Yeah. Guy, I, so. and, and he's a great college coach, right? Like if, if, if you know, I'm a college and I can get Urban Meyer tomorrow, you absolutely take him because it guarantees you a national title. If he sticks around for four or five years, you're getting one. Right. Probably. Um, I just don't think he's going to translate once in the NFL. And I thought this was such a stupid, like immature for a 50 year old guy or whatever. Urban Meyer's got to be like 55 years old. Right. He's not like new at this. You got to read the room, man. And you, ha- I mean, this, I'm trying to think of like a comparison of, uh, you know, I'm just going, there's, it's not even like this guy was, um, and, and don't quote me on this, but he was like, he, he uh, was like the strength coach for like the university of Iowa, some shit. And I'm probably got that wrong, but it was like yeah, some kind of like, I don't even want to call it obscure program, but not even like top tier program. Yeah. Like, and so you uh, couldn't, it's not like you go, Hey, I'm taking the strength and conditioning coach away from yeah like from pittsburgh steelers or you know what i mean like somebody who's tried and true in the nfl right he was taking this guy and like dude this would be like hiring ray rice a year after he's like the the elevator video comes out and (laughs) and you hire ray rice to be your running backs coach that's like that's like what this would be like and you're like all right bro read the room dude like too soon (laughs) because this isn't this guy has been out of a job because of this for a while right like he had to resign from his post at iowa state because of his um the, like the abuse towards the players the the, the i think they had to pay him out i think and he had to yeah because yeah, yeah. now they just they just pay you your contract and then like right. you leave um yeah i just thought it was such a boneheaded hire and to me it kind of just solidified my thoughts already of urban meyer i'm like zero chance he has success in the nfl so so one of the things that he says is he goes um within two years the team will have the best sports performance, almost like something like immeasurable. Like you can't measure, you cannot measure yeah. that. The and best sports performance. Yeah. How do you? And it's like, okay. Okay. It was almost like one of those kind of rah-rah things that, yeah. you, that you tell like boosters and shit like Again, that. Again, this things is why he's NFL not going to yeah, then Like the NFL, you, like, like you're saying exactly what you said is what the guy in the NFL, the, the millionaire in that room who's 28, 29 years old is going to go, huh? 
excuse, like, excuse me, sir. Am I going to be stronger? Yeah, how are you going to measure that? <laughs> Is, will there be does, a test at the end of the season? <laughs> does that mean that my left bicep will be bigger than my right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, look, I Again, I think this... Don't, the only upside to this is that he has nowhere to go but up, and I think because he gets a rookie quarterback, a, a, a transcendent one, I th- you know Trevor Lawrence is going to be the real deal. Because he gets someone like him, I think it gives him sort of a shot. Urban Meyer's out of the league in less than five years, dude. Now, if he's not, and he wins, does winning cure everything? Um, I think here it will, because again, I think Florida is one of the like I think most people here that you talk to don't give a shit that he uh, that he made the hire and all, but I think. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know that it cares because, like, what what's winning? Is he wins a Super Bowl, dude? If you're Jacksonville, if, if he wins a Super Bowl, in Jacksonville, he's untouchable, right? Correct. He's already a Florida legend, right? So that just right. adds to his like mystique. But dude, if you take them and then you're a you're a continuous playoff team for the time that you're here, I don't know, man. To, to me, that seems like like I said. I, I think. I mean, yeah, winning I, I think, cures I think in, everything. I think in right? most sports, yeah, winning, man, yeah, winning, winning cures, cures everything, everything in every sport. But it's not gonna happen, bro. He's gonna win three, four games this year. He's gonna win five, six next year, and then he'll be out of the league before the end of the third season. I guess we'll see. We gonna find out. Listen, I called JJ Watt last week. Let's go. <laughs> I'm on a roll. <laughs> you know what? I'm going out on a limb. Urban Meyer doesn't get to coach one game in the NFL. He resigns for health reasons before the season starts. <laughs> <laughs> Place your bets now, folks. Let's go. <laughs> you see your boy Johnny Manziel? Oh man, I so I did. I saw a highlight on Sports Center that he was playing in some league, and I, initially I thought it was like XFL or like arena football, and I couldn't quite figure out what it was going on. I didn't have the volume up, yep. but it just looked weird. <laughs> yeah, so it's essentially like arena football with a twist. All right. So what's the so? It's it's called the FCF. It's the Fan Controlled Football League, and it's 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 interesting, bro. So I got it. I mean, I haven't watched it yet, but but I'm going to. First of all, they're they're streaming on Twitch. I know you. I know you are. I like Twitch, man. I know you like Twitch, man. So you can get on that. But essentially, the fans get to pick the plays they're gonna run. Like next, or just like a collection of them. No, like next. Oh, that's kind of fire. Yeah, so, so what do you do? Is like a voting mechanism like on a Twitch? voting mechanism. And so what they give you, it's like playing Madden. They give you the, the yep. play sheet and then you get the, oh, that's dope. And so you get to go like, supposedly the the algorithm of plays all that are presented are basically made to um, be successful. In that based, scenario. Based on a situation that they're in currently. Oh, bro. So, that's so as a, right, so as a fan, you go, okay, so at first you pick run or pass. And then, based on those two, you get a drop down of like three plays. That it's Madden. That dog. will work. Yeah, That's bro. Kind of fire, bro. Or like, or, or, or if I go even further back, man, Tecmo Bowl had a coach <laughs> had a had a had a coaching um like a like you could play or you could coach. And oh, you could and you, you could, could call like GM the, or you could call yeah, yeah, yeah you, call right. you call plays, the plays and then the and then the computer runs it. That's sick. Oh, uh, dude, I bet you Pete Carroll wish he had this. He'd have one more Super Bowl right now. <laughs> Everybody in America would have been like, run the fucking ball with Marshawn. <laughs> and then no one knows who Malcolm Jenkins is. Hey, no, hey, was, hey, no, no, but, no Malcolm Butler. Ma- he, Malcolm he's, Butler. He's, he's, he's probably the best corner out of Titans, which says a lot about our D. <laughs> Actually, he's been all right for us. But anyway. But dude, so let me just give you some facts on this. So first of all, there's um, some of the investors in this football league include um, Marshawn Lynch, um, Richard Jefferson, and um, Austin 
Eckler, which I didn't know who he was, but he's a guy on uh, San Diego. Okay, I was going to say, he sounds familiar. So there's four teams. It's seven on seven in like, if any of you guys ever seen like arena football. It's tackle. Yeah, it's oh, like, it is tackle. Okay. It's like arena football, bro. No, you said seven on seven. I'm like, this shit is flag football. <laughs> no, but think about arena football. Remember they had like a three-man line. Oh, that's right. And then, you, yeah, the but arena football dudes big. are taking off before the ball snap. Yep. <laughs> So Mad on this gimmicky. shit, there's it's like it's like five weeks. They got they got three regular season games, a playoff, and a championship. So it's quick. It's kind of cool though. Um, two twenty minute halves. Oh, so it's like a college basketball game. Yeah, and so the reasoning behind the twenty minute halves is they want the game over in an hour. All in, the game's done in an dude, hour. That's smart. You're that's checking. Smart, you're, you're checking every box. Yeah, uh, for dude. this generation, dude. Like we're clowning this. I'm definitely clowning. I think Manziel, you're too big to be in this shit. Um, like yeah, it's sad the fall of Johnny Manziel. Like and it's so they, sad. Dude, they interviewed him, right? And and he was like, he goes, "Yo, like I definitely felt like the fuck, man. Like I'm in almost like the lowest of the low league yeah. type shit, right?" And they don't quote me on that, but that's kind of what his sentiment was. Um, but he did say, "This is the most fun I've had in a long time." And he goes, "And win or lose, we booze, we booze." <laughs> Yo, Johnny, Manziel. I was like. I like the podcast. Yo, Johnny, yeah. Win or lose, yo, Johnny, come on here, bro. I think you'll fit right in, bro. Hit us up. Shit would be hilarious. Damn, man. But they just a couple other things they did. Um, He's a talented dude. Johnny Menzel could have at least been a backup in the NFL. Oh, absolutely, bro. Yeah. Absolutely. He probably could have started for some teams. I don't know about that, but he could have been a backup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. Flutie. Doug, Doug Flutie was a, was a starter in the league, bro. Anyway, second. <laughs> Doug Flutie. A couple of the other ones, man, was like, um, so no no coin flip for the to see who gets it. How do you decide? <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> That's so funny. Yo, this shit's going to blow up with, with like your son's age group. Maybe. Because you know what's going to happen, dude, is they're going to get like, they're going to get like TikTok clips. Oh. Or, right, right, you know, right. because, and then, and then you said the game's under an hour. That you, now you can get glued. These kids like to watch shit on their phone. Now you can pull up the Twitch app and watch that game on your phone, and you don't have to commit three and a half, four hours and some nachos and you know the yeah. whole thing. It's like oh, I can just watch this right here on my way to school or whatever. You know, whatever. Yeah, no, that's true, bro. And then um, the other one that was good was um, no point after. So you you basically take the quarterback and the receiver against the DB. Okay. And then based on where you are, so and I, I don't, don't quote me on this, but it's like. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to make this up. If it's like, if you start from the five-yard line, you get like a point. And if you go back to the 10-yard line, you get like two points. So they get to run like a route one-on-one? Yeah. If you complete it? Yep. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. And and it's and it was, and it's actually made, um, it's made to like be very sort of like quarterback-centric. And so the quarterback, the, the mobile quarterbacks are are thriving. Like that's what they want. They dude, want a running what quarterback. What day are the games? Bro. I don't know. We gotta look them up. Bro. Yeah, dude. I think we should watch a game for the <laughs> start voting. Be like, yo, Sean, what'd you vote? What'd you vote? <laughs> I said halfback dive. Where you at? Where you so at? that's the. They said that's the only the the only drawback that they've seen so far is waiting for the voting to come in. Yeah, I could see that. You need super you fast have to be internet, fast. and then that means your play clock is like a minute long. I, what are you doing? Because yeah, yeah so I haven't watched it yet. So I'm I'm gonna watch it. 
you know, I'm I'm intrigued enough now to watch it. Yeah, because now your 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 the logistics, like your hardware and all that stuff, have to be and the stadium and then to call the play down. Because I guess it's a guy who gets the who like, oh, yep, here's the vote, and then calls it into Manziel. I guess it has to, yeah, it has to be something, man. You know, like, it'd be sick. It'd, it'd be on a screen. Yeah, if it was on like a jumbotron <laughs> and you see the thing going, and then you got to call it. Because then at this point, can you have a can you call a no a delay a game? Oh, no, no audibles. That's true. Can no. you call an audible? And I want to say, um, did I write this down? I did not, but I'm pretty sure I saw there's like, there's no delay a game. Yo, you know, it'd be sick, bro. If the Jumbotron facing like for the offense mm-hmm. had their play, you know, like the defensive play. Yeah. But then how are you going to get the other guys not to turn around and see it? No, you don't. That's the, that's what I'm saying. Like if you show the defense is the offense play back here and the offense, the defense is play over here, right? Once somebody's already called in your play, but both teams know what play's coming up. And you know what to defend? <laughs> shit would be crazy, bro. <laughs> I mean, why not? You're already doing all this other crazy shit. <laughs> and I used to be a big um, arena football fan. I never got into arena that much. Dude, my wife and I got season tickets for years. For bro. arena? For arena. And you to went watch all the, the time? Yeah, to the Orlando Predators. Yeah. Year. Um, we went. But then the league, um, after a while, the league sort of got too big for itself. Like, it was kind of a cool, in the beginning, it was cool. Like, the, the fans were rowdy and... You know, it would get packed here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be good, bro, because the team was good. Oh, because that's true. The arena football team from here was good. Yeah, they won a couple titles, good. right? That yep. team was like, yeah. They had um the quarterback that that was there when when we used to go was um Gruden's brother, the one. The, the oh, one, Jay, Jay, Jay Gruden. He was the quarterback for for the Predators. That's great because he was their coach. And then, like, the next season, he was the quarterback. <laughs> like, let me show you how this is done. <laughs> Sit down, Johnny. <laughs> oh, man. I just, uh, the league sounds cool. I just feel so bad for, like, Johnny Menzel. It's like, this was the best he could do. Yeah. But I guess what else is going went, on right now? There's no XFL, right? There's no. Right. So he, but he did do the Canadian Football League for a little while. And he I think. sunk there, right? Or and did he, he just leave? I don't know. And then he did the, he did some other obscure, like, football league here in the States. And then now it's this. Dude, it reminds me, like, years ago, there was a, at the Silver Spurs Arena. Uh, in Kissimmee, oh, there, yes. was, there was an arena team that yes. played that. It was like Division Four. Arena. Yep. That's the low of the low. That's high school. <laughs> <laughs> and there was dudes playing in that. And I remember thinking, like watching these guys, and you go, "Damn, man! Like these guys are probably making a hundred bucks." I think it was. I, th- I remember seeing the because you could like literally go try out for the team. And I remember in the brochure, it's like players get like a hundred or two hundred bucks a game, and then like if you win, it was like a fifty dollar bonus or something like that. And some of these players, you can hear them yelling, "Like, oh, give me that! Give me that fifty dollars!" You know, and they would just be like. Yeah, fifty bucks, dude. And can you imagine you playing once a week for two hundred and fifty bucks? Like some of these yeah, dudes, I'm no. gonna assume have day jobs, like week jobs. Like assume you have to, right? You have to, you teach bro. in chemistry Monday through Friday, dude, and what then you Saturday doing? night you have seriously. To, what are you doing with a G a month? A G, if you're lucky, if you win, if you if win, you win out, yeah, right. If you win all four it's, games, eight hundred. Be like, fuck, this is a bye week, yo. And they folded. I'm like, damn. <laughs> How much money were you making? You couldn't afford to pay these guys two hundred bucks. Nobody was because it was arena, and it was like you said, it was a much smaller team. It was fun. It was fun to go to, yeah. but it was you know, it, it's it's gimmicky. It's like you're like, damn. I went to one of those. It wasn't it wasn't arena football. I went to like a like a really low level hockey game. Oh, okay. In that and, same arena. In that same arena. Yeah. And yo, there was like eight fights. <laughs> yo, you <laughs> went to game, fights bro. at a hockey game. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> Dude, 
I love going to live hockey, even the minor leagues. Like, we have the Solar Bears here, and I've gone to that. That shit is fun because it's all just fights for no reason. I don't like, I don't even understand enough of hockey to understand why dudes just start fighting, but I'm like, there we go again. I'm <laughs> just like, and you so start fighting like that, but worse. Because <laughs> it was like, there was one dude on the, on the ice that clearly couldn't play hockey. <laughs> But he could, <laughs> yeah, no purpose. Huh? No, but he could skate. It's Happy Gilmore, bro. Yep, <laughs> he oh no, Happy couldn't skate. That's why. He That's right, dude. He could he could skate. That was it. But like the dude, the, they was not passing the puck. Homie to this got guy. cut from the figure skating team for the. The fallback plan was minor, minor, minor league. <laughs> Damn, bro. How, oh, yo, that's got to be demoralizing, too, man. One day you're doing figure eights for scores, and the next day you, you're out there with a stick you don't know how to use. <laughs> you're like, listen, bro, don't pass me the puck. Yeah, yeah. Just tell me who to beat up. <laughs> I'll be out there like, yo, how do I get a touchdown? <laughs> I wonder if they still do games in that place, man. It's still, I mean, that place is it's it's, really nice. It's still there. Yeah. Yeah, that place is beautiful. I've always found it awkwardly like nice. Like, why is this here? But they do rodeos there. Like, it's a big rodeo. Dude, back thing. in the day, bro. So I'm talking about like in the 90s when I was so I went to high school from like 88 to 1992. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were like two. I was party. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy was potty training, bro. <laughs> we used to play football games in the Silver Spurs Arena. But it wasn't that shit. <laughs> so it didn't look like that. <laughs> no, bro. So that area, you know, where that whole so so now it's really nice, right? It's big, nice, as, yeah. big ass building. They do like conventions and shit in yeah. there, right? Whatever. And they do big like rodeo events there, like like those, yeah, like those yeah, whatever yeah, the yeah. P whatever rodeo league yep. is that ESPN. Nah, yeah. bro. Back in the day, that shit was nothing there. It's a tent. It was just a big grass field with a state with picture like a. Picture like a like a Friday night lights. Also bleachers and basically bleachers grass. stadium grass. That's it, bro. And and that's what we used to play our high school and games. Turned it so it wasn't yeah. even indoors at the time. No, holy shit. It was an out- yeah because this it is was, a giant indoor. Yeah, it's beautiful, bro. Yeah, yeah it's cool. It's really nice, yep. man. Yeah, that's hilarious, bro. <laughs> dude, man, playing with football, bro. Did you see your boy uh, Vincent Jackson? Yeah, dude. I mean, I saw that they found him there, and what, and there was like a whole awkward lead up to it, but. Yeah, so apparently, so Vincent Jackson used to be a wide receiver in, like the, a, in the NFL. Like a good one. He was really good. Yeah. Um, I know he played for Tampa. Who else did he play Chargers. for? Chargers. Chargers. That, yeah. that was the other one. Um, but. Like, uh, till, like recently, dude, he, he he's played within the last five years. I'm pretty sure Vincent Jackson was in the league within the last five you years. You could be right, man. I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure when he retired. But good NFL career. Um, successful NFL career. Yeah, made like two or three Pro Bowls. Yeah. Yeah, you said it. And so there's so apparently like his family about a month ago reports him missing. He just And then the police over the last few days that they, they kind of find him. I guess they they looked him up and found out that he had checked into a hotel and um and they actually called him. And they go and, and he's like, Oh yeah, like I'm here in a hotel and they're like, Well you they filed a missing person report on you, like everything cool. Yeah, yeah, like I'm fine. I'm just here in the hotel. I don't want to, you know, whatever he told them, yeah, right? Whatever. I don't want to talk to people. Right. And and so they just went back and was like, hey man, like we found him. He's fine. And then the next couple next couple of days, man, they find him dead. So you, f- uh, I guess the the thought is he probably offed himself somehow. You know, like 
Right, there's not enough information out yet to on it you to tell you that there's no autopsy or anything. But you, but you imagine that because he has a wife and like what three kids? Yeah, he has a wife, three kids, wife and three kids. Now, his are are his kids young? Are they old? That's I don't know. I don't know what his age of his kids are. But it just started me. It just got me going down the hole of like, here's somebody who had a successful career, successful NFL career. So money financially is probably good probably, it should be fine right probably and then you go what is happening that's so bad that you want to kill yourself taking Vraylar <laughs> <laughs> he took the Vraylar I, I was taking my antidepressants and suddenly <laughs> no dude but but on a serious note like uh, I'm going I think that just shows how much of a like really chemical brain imbalance this is because like you said i couldn't imagine anything being that bad ever and what about like cte maybe but yeah 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 so that's what i'm saying like it just goes to show how out of control you must be from this scenario like how detached because i've known people who i've had family members commit suicide and i wouldn't say that i we didn't see it coming they weren't sad individuals but they were like crazy enough that you went, yeah, I could see them doing some shit like that just because they were really? just like, and I say crazy, meaning like they were just kind of reckless people. And so I could see them like on a whim making a reckless decision like that to just do it. But nothing about them was ever, you know, and I think maybe that's a stereotype is that people assume like, oh, he's just going to be sad all day and blah, blah, blah. Like, uh, and I just remember thinking like, dude, what, what couldn't you solve? Like even with the family members going like, damn man like what couldn't you solve like and uh, you, but it just to me i guess it just tells me that there's something there's something there that i don't understand that like you said it's either cte or some kind of chemical imbalance. yeah but you know what and 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 i would I, I know the effects of 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 cte you know i've seen enough you know specials and stuff on it right but he wasn't in one of those positions mm. where you're constantly colliding you know it wasn't like a lineman you know what i mean or running back you know, re- receivers, do they get hit? Absolutely. Yeah. Do they get hit hard? Absolutely. But it's not on an every down basis. I mean, these guys could go a whole game without getting and hit, maybe not without get getting the ball. I guess because if you, you remember Chris Henry, the dude that fell off the back of the truck, his brain, he was like mid-20s, man. They said the dude had the brain of a 70-year-old. Now, granted, he fell off the back of a truck. Oh, and he was a receiver. And he was a receiver. Right? Aaron Hernandez, man, that's right. That's was right. A receiver. Tight, yeah, but he was a tight, tight end. end. Yeah, you do got to block. So that that's again, that's, that's those guys end. block, and then they're not that fast. So you got dudes trying to take your head off because you're big. Because you're big, yeah, yeah, right. You're getting everybody's best shot. You're yep. getting every little safety out there. Every little corner is gonna a linebacker, whatever is gonna light you up. I didn't think about Chris Henry. That's true. But yeah, but, but yeah, but Chris Henry's like the anomaly of that bunch. Do you right? Like you don't hear as many. Like I hear you hear mostly like linebackers, old linemen. Safeties. Everybody who's at the point of impact like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like who, who has like violent play after play after play. Because even running backs, man, like running backs look like they're in a car accident every play. And I haven't really heard many stories about running backs of CTE. If you think about it, like, I mean, I'm sure no, in a few years from now, we'll see a few. But uh, also, I think these guys now, we, we touched a little bit on this last week, is that they're just, they're taking shorter careers, man. They're they're just. I think the the, the younger guys now. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Bro. They're like, give me my one big payday. I'm out. Yeah. yeah I mean, what was uh, Gronkowski was what, 30 when he stopped? Yeah, dude, he's only he's younger than me still. He's like 32, 31. Yeah. It was hilarious in that Super Bowl thing they said Gronkowski Tom, Gronkowski is younger now than Tom Brady was when Gronkowski first joined him on a team. Yeah. 
fuck like I guess Brady was already 32, 33 or something like yeah. that when Gronkowski came into the league. So they were laughing about that. He goes like, he's not even at the age that Brady was when he came into the league. Like, wow. He goes like, how's this dude still chucking? Like, cause he was talking about Brady. He's like, did you see the T-Mobile commercial with them too? Oh, about the how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great commercial. Yeah, man. that I was that sh- awesome. And it kept man. cutting off. It cutting ba- off. Yeah, for y'all, those who haven't seen it, it basically uh, makes it look like Gronk, almost like talking shit, like he won't come back or whatever. And then, and then, it, uh, basically, like because words get cut out, they end up leaving, and one ends up coming out of retirement, and what like it's a whole like confusing mess or whatever. But, right, because Gronk is basically what he's telling him is like, oh, dude, like come retire, yeah, come, come down, down to Florida, come down to Florida, <laughs> man, we'll hang out. Like it's a, the, the retirement is awesome, and then what Tom Brady actually hears because he has bad reception is like, oh man, like you're like a punk. You need to do it again. Come to Tampa. I'll come out of retirement. Yeah. <laughs> Florida's awesome. Yeah. And just goes, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah that, uh, that was so did that you was see great. did you see the um the Super Bowl thing? The 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 parade with the boats? I saw this guy throw the trophy. Yeah. Oh, did you hear the story about the trophy, bro? No. Oh God, the Karen of all Karen's. The uh <laughs> Of course. Yeah, bro. So so uh, you saw the trophy, Chuck, which is awesome. Like the the whole party thing, well, you could tell they were having a good time. You never see Brady that loose. Like he was out of his mind. The whole team looked like they were having a good time. Yep. But Brady throws the Lombardi Trophy from one boat to another, and uh, the lady whose dad, I guess, was the was the designer of the original Lombardi Trophy from like you know whenever it came out, like the seventies or whatever, till till the nineties. Uh, he was like the head silversmith for Tiffany's. Um, his daughter was like whining online about how Tom Brady owes her and her family and her father an apology because he for what because he disrespected her father's legacy and what that trophy means and da 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 like I'm like you just want your 15 minutes of like go away it's like come on man she, so she's going on and on about how she broke oh, I did not hear to that. the point where she said I lost sleep for the last two or three days because I couldn't believe he threw that trophy it's like ugh. if you have dude the kind of time where that is what's occupying your thoughts yo you need a hobby you need kids get a dog do something bro like you got way too much free time on your hands if that kind of stuff is bothering you yeah i mean clearly hey why are you even watching that she says she don't even watch football but she watches the ceremony because she wants to see the trophy because that's what means something to her yeah well then you should have just watched the end of the super bowl though bro she and then turn everything else off and and live your She's Your one lap, of the same of luxury stupid life. people who go out of their way on social media on Super Bowl Sunday to go oh, to to everybody here talking about social media and here's or about Super Bowl and here's me not caring. It's like shut the fuck up and go do whatever you were gonna do yeah. on Sunday. Then yep. <laughs> well, you gotta go out of your way. Don't ruin everybody else's time. Like uh yeah, I saw that story and I'm like really man. I felt like it was probably just an attention grab, but yeah. she's been adamant. Like and then came out like oh I haven't heard an apology from. Yeah, and I love like the owner to Tampa is basically like, and you're not gonna get one. <laughs> oh, he <laughs> like, did. The owner, I mean, in in not so many words, it's kind of what he said. Like, yeah, you're not gonna get one to hold your breath, kind of thing. Like, lady, like go do something, bro. Wow, like, that's go, crazy. Bro. Yeah, go feed some children at an orphanage or something. Go do something. But dude, but getting back to to um, Vincent Jackson, there was one thing that I heard um, in the last couple of days, and it's something that you probably heard too from from uh, Gary V. And it, it's kind of tied into this because he goes, out of 7.7 billion people, if you knew where you ranked as far as like having a good life out of that 7.7 billion people, you would be really surprised, especially if you're if you live in America. Oh, you figure if you live in America, 
God, you're in the top hundreds of millions of people in the world, right? Yeah, bro. Like you, 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 you're up towards the top. Then you go, okay, now you live in America and you're a multimillionaire, right? Like, again, so that's that's why I look at Vincent Jackson and I go, man, I wonder if it was like a CTE thing where it, something in his head was just not right and, and yeah, just, they just you can't was- fight it. And there's nothing right. Do you know if there's anything for CTE? Is there anything for, you know, to sort of help with that? No, because they can't even diagnose it until you're dead. Until you're dead. Fuck, is, man. Yeah, and I think there's people working on... Come on, Elon. Yeah, Elon. Fuck. I wonder if actually, you know, that's a good point. I wonder if the if the Neuralink can fix something like this. I guess oh. you have to know that someone has it, but yeah, because the stories are horrific with CTE, and the problem is, is because they and they they haven't figured out a way to diagnose it. I guess it's kind of hard to treat because they don't even know you have it. But it's like roid There's rage. There's got to be symptoms, man. I would think so, man. Yeah. You get like the headaches and the thing. And maybe they all just go, oh, that's because you were getting hit for a living a lot so, of So, I mean, here's a perfect example. Um, One of my childhood heroes was uh, Jim McMahon. Right? Quarterback for the Bears during Super Bowl. But early, you know, like early to mid 80s. And um, he clearly has it. Like if you go go watch a YouTube video about Jim McMahon, like. And he'll tell you like how much he's sort of fucked up right now and, and like the bad thoughts that he has and the episodes that he has with his family. Like it's fucked up. So you know, so here's somebody that you know has it and he goes to doctors and they can't do shit about it. Yeah, man, that sucks too. Cause I would imagine for them it's like having dementia or having I don't know, man. So I don't want to say Parkinson's because that's obviously a little more severe as far as your nerves are concerned but from a brain perspective yeah man it's like i don't even know what else to compare it to you get yeah, a dude and and people and it just the, knocks you and the guys are like offing themselves yeah most of them man remember junior Seau? like junior nobody Seau. saw that coming man a lot of the what's the old lineman for the steelers <laughs> who wound up um, oh i don't remember his name but yeah, yeah the guy from the 70s yes yeah, yeah. That, that ended up killing himself in the car dude it's you know what man if you think about it i think we, we like most people don't come to grips with this because all i can see is these guys make all this money but it's a shitty way to make a living, man, if that's your only way. You know, like we see, like obviously it's a game, right? And it's fun. And so if you told me, hey, I was going to make all this money to to do this, it's right. cool. But I think it was my son, man, recently. It was like UFC or something we were watching. And and he goes, um, I forget what I said. And he goes, is this his job? And I go, yeah, yeah. Like he's, they get paid to, to do that. Because he goes like, why are they doing this? I'm like, well, they like to compete and it's their job. And he goes, getting punched in the face? Yeah, I was just going to say That's exactly literally what that, he said. Bro. He's like, getting punched in the face? And I went, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, huh. And I'm like, yeah, dude, it's a shitty way to make a living, huh? And he goes, yeah, I don't know why anyone would want to do that. <laughs> it's, it's so true. But all we get is like, oh, they're getting paid millions of dollars to get punched in the face. And you're like, it just goes to show you where where our head is. Right. Well, like, yeah, we have this this uh, this um, animosity towards wealth or or uh, or what we presume to be wealth or like the shut up and don't whine because you're getting paid to do this. It's like, no, no like because most people now nah, listen, <laughs> money doesn't buy happiness, but it damn sure does make things a lot easier. Right. But. I think the part that people don't see for for like an NFL guy or for a UFC guy is like, yeah, your your earning potential is like a five ten year span in your prime, and then you still if have to that, if, bro, if if you're if good, that, yeah, if yeah. that and if you're good, and then you know all they see is the giant number of the contract. Most of those guys don't make that kind of money, and you're still paying agents, you're still paying taxes, you're still paying. You know, it's like 
And then now you're 34 and retired. And then they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, now go figure out a way to make that stretch. And I think most people go like, oh, you should be able to make $5 million stretch the rest of your life. Yeah. It's like, no, no, man. Like, no, nope. that's that's someone yeah. who makes 40 grand a year thinking like if I had that, it would solve all my problems. It's like, no, yeah. dude, you wouldn't know what to do with that. No. And especially if you it, it, it would. I think people don't look at it. And what, what it really is, is like if you were making 40 grand a year and then you started making five mil a year. And then you start living on that instead of your forty thousand. Exactly. And then all of a sudden they go like, "Nope, you're fired." You're fired. Yep. Yeah. And then you go, "Oh fuck, I, I didn't got a save, mortgage. I didn't save anything. I got a mortgage that's based on five million right. a year." I got, yeah, like I always love like the people who say that. Who I'm like, you're living check to check, bro, and you're complaining about the guy making ten million. Oh, if I had that kind of money, no, you'd be doing the same thing you do now, is living above your means. Like, yeah. it's like, come on, man. Yeah, and I, so I think what happens is we lose empathy for people because we just go, "They're rich. It solves everything." It, but yeah man so like fuck man like how yeah i guess gary v's pointing out is like he's probably worrying about shit that he didn't really need that wasn't a big deal yeah, no well, no he didn't so he didn't say it about him. oh he wasn't talking about no no, oh, okay, no. Okay, okay, okay. i just heard something and, and and it was it was shortly after i had read about vincent jackson and i and i, wow. and, I and i was like man you know like because the person that comes to my mind when i hear you know, guys that, you know, that we perceive to be successful and, and they off themselves, you go like, fuck, man. Like, like I always think there's nothing that I can think of in my life that could happen that would make me go, okay, like, I don't want to live anymore. But yeah, I'm like, again, like, I, I don't know. I'm just, I can't, I can't think of anything. Yeah, like, I can't wrap my brain around that. Right. That, um, like, that, the concept of that, man. Right. So any kind of, um, you know, CTE or, or mental illness aside, I don't know. Did he did he cheat on his wife? And then his wife left him. And then now he's like, "Fuck! I can't see my wife. I don't. I don't have yeah, my kids, had... and I don't want to live anymore." Yeah. Or you did know? some? Yeah. Like, did something happen now? That he got me too. Or did you know? I don't even want to speculate, man, because it's like no, it's no, no. And it's all. That's but yeah, what it but, is, but right? yeah, like you never know. Yeah, like you said, it could could have been a, a whole issue, man. It's like the you know what? And I think we we had this teed up for last week, and it's kind of sensitive. But the kid who, who killed himself from the Robin Hood thing. Oh yeah. Like I right. think this is the perfect example. It's like. He thought that the fact that he owed them seven hundred some thousand dollars or whatever, and I know his family. And listen, man, losing a child in that way, I couldn't That's imagine horrible, what these man. people are going through. And you know, whatever happens happens with their lawsuit. I don't know that you could hold Robin Hood accountable for this guy's life because you go. So hold on. So tell the story. Okay, so this kid, uh, uh, something happened with the app where he basically was able to invest, or so he thought, uh, more money than he actually had put in. Like he, like they actually gave him almost like a credit line of seven hundred and fifty grand without actually taking the money out of his account to put into. Because you know, you can like fund the account and then they'll take it out later or whatever, right? But anyway, so I guess he buys stock or whatever, and then suddenly the stock's upside down. It looks like he's losing seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars or something like that um but he he writes this in his suicide note basically like but don't I, don't doesn't doesn't the robin hood app basically say hey like you need to you need to make a payment of x yes, amount right so like i don't think that he reached out to robin hood. no and it was like after hours so like had he waited and again man go look up the story but i think had he waited till like the next day it showed that he was fine he didn't know that money it was just like the way it looked look funky blah 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 but the kid kills himself because he thinks he owes this. And so his whole suicide note is like, fuck, I fucked up real bad, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, yeah. And you're like, damn, dude, you didn't see a way out. Like, to me, I saw that and I just went like the parents were suing and, I, you know, whatever. Like, if they they want to, because we, again, we, and we talk about this shit all the time is like, we like to place blame on everything else but us, right? So we're like, oh, fuck, it's Robin Hood's fault that my kid did that. Yeah. It's like, no, man, your kid was already on the edge of that. 
And again, maybe to them, he's like, no, it's perfectly fine. But you don't just decide one day, like, fuck, I owe $700,000. I'm going to go off myself because I don't have it. Yeah, fuck like, it. I'll make minimum payments. Yeah, yeah fuck it. Yeah, like, can I put something <laughs> on it? I put something on it. Be like, listen, I got $7.50. So will y'all take that? I got an old 360 <laughs> and a Wii in the back. <laughs> y'all could trade that in the GameStop. <laughs> probably get yourself six bucks <laughs> but shit man i did like, i remember like like seeing that story and i mean i was annoyed that the parents were like suing uh and i think maybe as a grieving parent you don't know where to direct your anger right. and through how grief, but it's just like you know they're gonna win and i also don't think that robin hood should be held like fuck man we're grown-ups like at some point in time we should be held responsible for like our own actions our own yeah. choices and you know they're gonna win this shit along how old was this kid i think he's 17 or 18 so you figure at the very least, Robin Hood settles. Yeah, because they're gonna. The, it's right? gonna cost because them more to fight. Them more to it, go to, yeah, to that's go to what court. happens in most of these companies, man. They'll settle because it costs them so much more money to drag it out. Unless sometimes they want to prove a point. Because what you get is you do get people that sue frivolously like that. Right. And sometimes they'll be like, "Nah, I got time today," and they'll just sick your lawyers on there. Like, "Fuck it, I don't care if it costs me a mil. I can afford it. This person's not gonna be able to afford their hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollar legal bill or their fifty thousand dollar legal bill. Like, you know, you want to play that game? Like, cool, I'm in." Um, so sometimes they'll do that on principle, but sometimes, man, you reach out to these people like you want ten thousand dollars, dude, and we call right. it a day, and they're like, all right, and they'll just, yep. it's so dumb, dude. It's like, I don't know, man, but dude, I, I hope, you know, I, I don't. It's almost like I'm almost hoping that it's CTE, just because maybe it, it helps right. something was- with progress or, or something like that. Be and then also maybe gives his family some closure, or, and maybe they know what's going on, right? Like they haven't released a whole lot, but. Right, and, and, and who knows, right? Like, even if he had CTE, like you said, you can't really diagnose it, um, but... Yeah, hopefully they donate his brain and they're able to figure something out because, dude, I... Again, man, and we talked about this a little last week, I just don't know 10, 15 years from now you're going to be able to get a kid to sign up to do this. <laughs> Especially if like they're like, yo, you can play Madden and make just as much money. <laughs> Bro, like esports. Man. Esports, yeah. You're like, uh, I can, oh, you mean I can play virtual football and not get hit? And still remember my name and my kid's name when I'm 37? Like, cool. I can't do that. You know, what's funny is that today, um, so I have one of my sons is he's he's athletic, right? Um, Not into any sport in particular. But he had a call. I shouldn't say a call, but he had uh, he got pulled out of one of his classes. And there was everybody that was going to this one high school. So the guy brought together and they were like, hey, like next year when you go to high school, this is what you can kind of expect. And then he was looking up all of the 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 activities that the school offered. And and he was like, hey, Baba, look like there's there's football, there's flag football, there's lacrosse, there's swimming, there's diving. There's, you know, he went on the gamut. And I sort of encourage them, just like, dude, when you go to high school, forget about the studies. I mean, do do well in your studies. But the biggest thing is, like, take advantage of all of the clubs and, the, you know, if, if you want to do sports, like, do sports. And if you do sports for, you know, for a semester, for a year, you know, or for a season, like, and you don't like it, then dump it. Cool. Go do something else, right? It's a time to experiment, do everything. Yeah. So he goes, we, when we talked about, when we got into the football part, he goes, so is the football, is that like tackle? And I said, yeah. And he goes, oh, but wait a minute. Look, they have flag football. And I, and I go, and I go, yeah. I said, not into getting hit, huh? And he goes, and he goes, nah, I get headaches. Why would you? Yeah, I get, <laughs> yeah why would? Dude, and those flag football leagues, some, I think there's going to be a competitive version of that. Like, I know there is, but I think we will get to the point, I think, where we watch that too. Because yeah, 
like your kid someone's gonna go nah dude like we get the point of it can we just do this with like like, why do we have to hit each other like we can just get to this with the flag thing like i just dude just like uh you know you think about like the roman gladiators right like that was a thing right and you think about that now like yo they stuck these people in an arena with either animals or other humans and they can't fight to the death and we're like fucking animals (laughs) i think one day we'll just hit each other yeah We'll just hit each other now with pads on, and we're right. not. And you're like, and like you said, you figure you for like a few hundred years from now, you go, man, that was barbaric. Yeah. They used to slam their heads into each other. Yeah, when, and then you know how like you ever see the pictures now of the guys with the leather helmets and football, and I'm like, what kind of idiot wears that? I wonder if they'll look at the gear now and go, that's so stupid. Like, why would you even do that? It's yeah, it's wild, man, to think of like the stuff that's so normal to us now that you're like, yeah, that's gonna be really dumb when we get. <laughs> Dude, that's actually that's actually a good segue into what I want to talk about next, man. Last week we touched on um, the movie The Demolition Man. Okay, right, and and we were basically, and I think I had asked the question about like, man, are we are we sort of getting to that? Yeah, to like to like where like you're not gonna touch anything, like everything is like cooties. We're not gonna shake hands anymore, no hugging, whatever. There was actually an article written in April of 2020. By and I'm probably gonna get her name messed up, but it's like um, Afia Augustine um, on Sci-Fi Wire. So those of you interested, go go check it out on the internet. Um, but she wrote an article about the the similarities between 2020 and Demolition Man, which actually is supposed to have taken place in 2032. Oh, so not that far away. Not that far away. Oh, wow. Exactly. Okay. So the first thing that she touched on was like. Um, like in in the movie, there was like no kissing, no sex, no handshakes. Like there's a scene um, where two of the guys are giving each other the high five, and they basically like throw their hands up, and they the hands get about six inches apart, and they start going around in a circle. And like the, and that that was like their. I gotta watch that again, man. Yeah, it's been years why, bro, since I watched it. We should watch that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta watch it again. Um, and she compared that to like now we're like so you know the whole social distancing thing and uh you know the double masks and which actually a double mask wasn't wasn't back then but in back back in april but i guess at the, at the time somebody and she didn't say who um was recommending like don't do certain sexual acts you know because it because you risk the spread because you risk okay 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 right um, another one was rebels. So in the movie, there was rebels partying in secrecy, uh, and it was like right. So and like so now, like, yeah. like now, right? We, we call them super spreader, <laughs> 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 or come down to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And so that so that was another one. Another one was um, celebrities becoming politicians. So in the movie, um, I want to say Arnold Schwarzenegger was like the president, which you know he lay. <laughs> He later became the governor. Yeah. And we just had Trump, who was celebrity apprentice. Celebrity, yeah. Right? As as the president. So she brought that one up. Um in the movie, um, fat the fast food chain that was like that was sort of king was Taco Bell. That's right. <laughs> and yeah, and then so and then she's like, and now all of the food all of the food chains are kinda are kinda racing to see like who's gonna be it's like the, the delivery service is king now. And you see what Taco Bell has done with their delivery service. No, I haven't you seen, seen the new dude. Look up when you get a chance. Look up the new model of the Taco Bell restaurants. They're all designed for no inside. 
it's like two drive through type really? things. It's yeah, dude. It's like Taco Bell's trying to like, all right, man, we're we're gonna we don't think this is like going away. We're gonna pivot to that. And so they're building stores where now it's almost like drive throughs on either side. Right. It's in and out and then very limited, if any, dining space inside. Wow. Yeah. You know, man, I went to my one of my uh favorite pizza spots like down the road from me. Yeah. They make this huge pizza, bro. It's it's like twenty eight inches. But I go to I go to the store. Um, I've gone in the past. It's a very limited. It was it was a very small place to begin with. So it was it was maybe like two or three tables inside. So when they got to reopen, um, they went to they actually closed off their door. They actually put like plexiglass up on their door, so they can still speak to you. But there's like a, a essentially like a slot in which you can give them your your former payment. And then they can slide the pizza box. Oh, so there's no more inside. Basically. No more inside. Period. I've seen. Um, there's a Cajun restaurant that I like that we get seafood from. Yeah. That's like that now. You can't sit inside at all, and it's all pick up through his little slot. Ah, yeah. So, so she brought that up, dude. That's not going away, by the way. I don't think. I yeah, like, man. Like a lot I of don't... this stuff, like the mask, dude. I think the mask becomes like you know how before we used to be like, oh, they must be from Asia, or you know, like you saw yep. mask. I think now it's gonna be like it's normal. It's normal. Yeah, and not, not everybody, but I think you're gonna see a good chunk of the population doing stuff like that now. I wouldn't like be, forever. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, for sure. Because you figure it's essentially if 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 they keep on going, oh, there's a new strand, and we don't notice that. You know, the, the thing is with the with the vaccine, even though the vaccine has been great so far. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, we don't know the longevity of it. Like, is it you know, is it gonna last six months? Is it gonna last a year? Is it gonna last forever? You know, like that. Nah, you, you don't know. Is is it gonna be a yearly shot like the flu shot? Are we gonna start ignoring it at some point? You, you know what I mean? Like, who knows? You get it, you get it type thing. And people just go, yeah. So the last thing, let me tie this tie this up. Uh, the last thing on this on the uh, article was um, the new music scene. So in the movie, everybody was like, kind of was was hip to like thirty second commercial jingles, and now which is and now it's like we got TikTok. Yeah, we live our it's life essentially through thirty second to wow. a minute. Like, I gotta watch that movie now. Yeah, I haven't seen so that movie now. In ages, I'm going man. like, yeah, because it's from the nineties, right? Yeah, dude, I think Dennis Rodman was in that movie, wasn't he? And and oh, it's Sylvester so Stallone. I think it is Dennis Stallone. Rodman is it's, the villain. Um, San, Sandra Bullock is the is the main right. girl in it. Sandra. Um, the 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 villain is um, Wesley Snipes. Ninety three. That's who I'm thinking of. Wesley. Nah, but I thought yeah, it's Wesley Snipes and Stallone. <laughs> No, no, but I swore Dennis Rodman. You just confuse Dennis Rodman and Wesley (laughs) (laughs) Snipes. That's so messed up. It's not even close. No, but I swore there's a movie that... No, no, you know what I'm thinking of? Doesn't Dennis Rodman do an action movie with somebody? Is it Van Damme? He does, bro. I don't know. um, Rodman. Fuck, man. And I know the people out there listening, they're going... If you're shouting out the name of the movie in your car... It's Double Team. It's Van Damme. It is Van Damme? I was right. (laughs) Van Damme. (laughs) I like his double team. I'm like, nah, Dennis Rodman did an action movie. But yeah, you're right. It's Wesley Snipes and uh, Sylvester Stallone uh, in Demolition Man. Yeah, that- even the dude, um, what's his name? Snyder. Um, the dude yeah. that does uh, Gigolo. What the, what the, what's Rob the name of that movie? Rob Snyder. Rob That's Snyder. Name. Yeah, he's in that movie too. He's the one that does yes. that, that, the high five with yep. the guy. Sandra Bullock. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, so I got to go back and watch that movie <laughs> again, man, to see the, the similarity. Benjamin Bratt. Oh, he's one of those dudes that looks familiar. Like, you'll know who he is, but... It's not like you're going out to see. Dennis Leary was in that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of dudes. In that's funny, man. Yeah, I haven't seen. It. I gotta go watch, dude. This movie came out in 1993, right? I was seven. I'm pretty sure I saw this in theaters. 
Yeah, yeah, dude. My, my we used to watch like grown ass movies in theaters all the time. Like you know, obviously there's no babysitter back then, so I used to go. We <laughs> would see crazy shit. Like like, and it's funny because it didn't hit me then, but now when I look back on like, yeah, I saw that in the theaters, and then I'm like, and I look at the year it came out. I, like I'm like one of the movies that I always remember is like Under Siege. Yeah, and there's like boobies. <laughs> the lady pops out of the cake, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I saw that at like six in a theater. <laughs> so who took you? Your mom, <laughs> she's like, I can't leave your I ass think, at yeah, home. I can't leave your ass at home. You're not put. You're not putting a damper on my evening. So you gonna see some boobies pop out of cake. <laughs> I think I've seen. That. Yeah, my mom and my stepdad, man, they 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 took us. We would just go to the movies, bro. We weren't watching no kid movies. We were yeah. watching like the shit they wanted to see. Yeah, it was lit. I'm telling. You, I remember seeing this in the theater. That's dope. Yeah, no, we gotta re- we gotta rewatch this. <laughs> We we should watch like a classic like that and then just be like, talk about all the shit that's like corny about it, <laughs> you know, now and then the shit that's relevant. Oh, that's man, dope, dude, man. that's so funny. Bro, dude, I saw this crazy ass story and I think I want to talk about it last week. I did you, uh, some scientists, man, are making uh, spinach. Did you see this? Spinach can detect uh, like dangers, mostly like bomb threats. Like if there's a Claymore mine. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Spinach? Yeah, spinach, like, like the like food. Like the plant. Yeah, the plant. Yes, spinach. So. Okay. They're, they're basically, you know how they're saying they programmed, and it's a little misleading. They're saying, they're telling you the spinach can email you if there's like a Claymore mine nearby. And I'll tell someone, hey, in this area right here, there's a Claymore mine, whatever. Be, so you can put it, you can basically grow them out in these jungles and shit during like warfare or whatever. Okay. And then it'll, it'll kind of tell you. What it is, is that they have this nanotech that's in the spinach that uses these thermal cameras. And the thermal, the spinach, I guess, radiates like a certain color when like there's the explosive nearby and the thermal camera picks it up. And the thermal camera sends an email to whoever's monitoring it saying, hey, there's an explosive so in this area. you would grow this spinach yeah. all over. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, I mean. I'm trying to think of like Vietnam, right? Like you're in a jungle say, and right. you would just. You just, <laughs> but I guess where it makes sense is if you have a base and you just grow it around your base or something like that, right? Like to leave, nah, or fuck, man, I don't know. I mean, dude, a claymore mine, you know how that shit works. Yeah, you step on it, it's chitty bang bang. It right? doesn't. No, you don't step on it. Essentially, it's this. It's it's like a, a picture that's like sort of flat, facing. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's like a, I don't know, six by twelve. Okay. Right? Like a sphere, right? It's like a No, it's a it's like a, it's this flat thing that you kind of stick into the ground and it and and, and you face it and that is funny, man, cuz military people were like we're stupid, right? So we go it it goes this side there's actually writing on it. It goes <laughs> this side towards enemy. <laughs> <laughs> because you know some dumbass put it on himself. I wonder which way I put it. <laughs> <laughs> he blew up in his family suit. No, but <laughs> <laughs> But you essentially like plant this shit and then you run a wire and you and you lay in the cut. And then when somebody comes, then you can set it off. But what happens is there's like these like like picture like giant sized BBs inside of it. So when it explodes, it's like these BBs that just come firing out of the shotgun shells. Yeah, like 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 a no, no big. They're bigger. They're like they're like that. Oh damn! <laughs> What's the other? There's one that looks like a frisbee that's flat, and you step on it, and it. Well, those are the, the landmines. Landmine. That's what. Yeah. Okay, so landmine. So land. Yeah, landmine. So it can detect. I think it's landmines. Okay. Um. Shit, like ah, I play too much Call of Duty, so I'm trying to think of the real name. I'm like bouncing Betty's. So they call them Call of Duty, the old school, <laughs> the old school like landmine. But uh, 
Yeah, man. I thought I saw that story. I'm like, dude, this shit is getting out of hand. <laughs> We're doing all kinds. Of, you can't trust plants, you can't bro. Trust vegetation. You can't trust vegetation no more, man. I thought I could eat this shit. Yeah, and then I, was, I was eating little robots. Li- yep, eating nanotech, and then this shit's ratting me out if I'm planting a, a, a landmine near it. Oh my god, bro. I gotta hit us with this because it's gonna be tool one last time, one last time. Do it, Mississippi, bro. Did you see the dude of Mississippi to rob the bank? Mm-mm. Yo, homie in Mississippi robs a bank, right? Goes in and does his shit. Guess how he gets caught? We gotta call Marty on this one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. He takes off his mask, like his COVID mask, during the robbery. Pulls it down and they get him on camera to fucking yell instructions. I don't know, bro. <laughs> He's like, I got hot. <laughs> Homie said, read my lips. <laughs> Put the money in the bag. <laughs> and like, like this. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He pulls it down. It's so great, bro. You got to see it. This dude. I'm like, this shit is hilarious. And you know what's funny, dude? I thought about this because uh, when the pandemic first started, I was trying to think of like jokes that go with stuff. And I remember one of the, like, I'll write like a premise for something down and I never know where it's going, but I'll just write like a line like, oh, this is something that's ironic, right? And I remember at the time I wrote something like, uh, like used to be weird. Like if you used to walk into a bank with a mask on, people would worry. Now they worry if you don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, and it was like, true. Bro. And it was like, I didn't know where it was going, but I'm like, there's a joke in there somewhere, right? And then just saw this shit. And I'm like, <laughs> 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 homeboy. <laughs> Yo, so if you work in a bank and you're getting robbed, just just say what? A yeah. bunch. What? <laughs> <laughs> Could save your life. <laughs> God, <laughs> I said. I- <laughs> That's dope. Oh, shit. Yo, right, on nah, that, man, tell them where they can find us. <laughs> All right, man. You guys can check us out uh, at the Carbon Footprint Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, uh, Facebook. Uh, yeah, keep following us, sending us messages, man. It's been awesome. Make sure you rate us on uh, Apple Podcasts. I think so. the one you can leave a rating. Uh, tell your friends, tell your families, your pizza man, whatever. Just, you know, hit us up, man. Keep it coming. Awesome. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you guys. As always, we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.